The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom like the crocus. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. A highway shall be there. It shall be called the holy way. The unclean shall not travel on it, but it shall be for God's people. No traveler, not even fools, shall go astray. And the people of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads, and they shall obtain joy and gladness. And sorrow and sighing shall flee away. The prophet Isaiah tells us about the joy of ascending to God's house. The prophet tells us to imagine being set free, being unburdened, being released to live, to fully live in the grace and wonder of life itself, surrounded by those who love us like no one else. And then he tells us that the journey to get there is as much a joy. The psalmist says, happy are these whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord, who made heaven and earth, who keeps faith, who executes justice, gives food, sets prisoners free, opens eyes, lifts up, watches over, upholds. The Lord will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, for all generations. Praise the Lord. Behold, we light these candles, the candle of the kingdom, the candle of the signal, and the candle of song, each a sign that we are those who walk with a skip in our step because we can hear the music and see the destination headed to God's promise. Thank you, more family. Okay, so today we're going to play a game. I'm going to need everybody's help. It's called Name That Song. I'm going to draw a song, and you're going to try to name it. Yep. Uh, this is a lightning round, so we're going to try to go really quickly. So do not be afraid to holler out your answers. Okay? Are you ready? Are you ready? Thank you. Right. I'm an amazing. Uh, thank you. I'm an amazing artist, so be prepared. All right. First song. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, I think I heard it. I heard it. Oh, Christmas tree. Very good. See, I know. I'm great. All right. Next one. Here we go. Can you guys see? I know. Yes! <laughs> good job. That was my Rudolph. I know. Okay. Oh, all right. I think I heard it already over here. Thank you. Joy to the world. That's the world. 
I got an oh wow. Okay. I have more. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. Oh, no. I heard that. Here we go. All right. I'll try to come over here for this one. All right. Close. It might look like that. Okay, you ready? Oh, that's right. Okay. All right. Um. We three kings. Yes. Very nicely done, guys. If you were up here in my spot, what are the other carols that you would put up here? Yes. What are your favorites? Jingle bells. That would be a good one. What else? Rudolph. That's a good one. Frosty the Snowman, Away in the Manger. Those are all really good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a very good one. I do not know how I would draw that. Very nicely done. Silent Night. Good. Very nice. Well, guess what? Here's why I'm telling you this. Because right now in the world of Christians, there are two types of Christians right now. Am I making a gross generalization? Absolutely. Do not do this at home, please. But for today, I'm telling you, I know there are nuances to this, but overall, a huge generalization, there are two types of Christians. They're the Advent people and they're the Christmas people. And there's all sorts of ways to see them. Advent people, they come in all shapes and sizes. Christmas people, they come in all shapes and sizes. And there's only one way to tell them apart. They're music selections. Advent people are the ones who are like, nope, it's not time yet. Christmas people, they're the ones whose hands start to shake about mid-October. By Halloween, they're like, oh, it just needs Christmas. I need to turn on the radio and hear my queen of Christmas, whoever you think that is. Christmas people, they will tell you they've probably listened to a Christmas carol by November 15th. Last week, we had a beautiful arrangement of the first Noel. It was gorgeous. If you missed it, it's worth going back. Our violinist, Amber, was amazing. Just now, Arturo and Tyler played O Come All Ye Faithful. Guess what? That was an original version. They wrote that version of that song this week. Amazing. (laughs) Those two songs are not Advent songs. They are Christmas songs. And so I know there are people here, there are Advent people here that are saying, you're not supposed to sing that yet. Nope, you're only supposed to sing, O come, O come, Emmanuel, because he's not here yet. We're kind of waiting for that moment, so you're not supposed to sing it. 
Advent people, they can surprise you. They're very unassuming. Advent people can be your Sunday school teacher. They can be somebody that sits next to you in Sunday school. It can be a first-time person here. Or it could even be your pastor. I used to be a hardcore Advent person. So much so that I would take parts of the hymnal and I would block it off and be like, no, you cannot sing anything. You can't even read the words of any of this until Christmas. But there's a part of me, I've started to see things differently. My heart has softened. There are things that I've been through. There are things that I see the community in. There are things that I see the world has gone through. And I think that maybe we need Christmas a little bit more. I just feel like maybe we need Christmas carols all year. I was talking to a friend of mine. She is a hardcore Advent person, and she comes from a long line of Advent people. Her family tradition was on December 24th, they went and found a tree. They did not, I know. What? She says. They did not get a Christmas tree until December 24th. And they didn't even hang their stockings until December 24th. As a family, they did not listen to Christmas carols at home until December 24th. And so they waited the whole season and they waited and waited. And all of a sudden on December 24th, they enjoyed the decorations and the lights and the trees and the song for the official 12 days of Christmas. And that's a great thing. She said it really found comfort to her. And then she became an adult. And a few years ago in her adult state, her adulthood, her adultdom, there was a horrible presidential election. And it was horrible because of all the venom around it, all of the hate. She said she couldn't even have a conversation with anybody in her friendships or her family members because it all somehow had a political connotation, whether it was meant to be or not. And she said she didn't even realize how tense the election was making her. She didn't even realize how upset she was. Election day came and she was woke up. She was anxious. She got in her car and she started to drive. And she said she realized she had this like tight grip on the steering wheel. Turned on the radio, started to listen to some music. And all of a sudden she said, the guy on the radio said, we have a special delivery today from the North Pole. And the radio station started to play Christmas carols all day long on election day. She said, as soon as she heard the carols, her grip loosened, her shoulders released. She said she could feel her blood pressure going down. And she said, all day I was covered with comfort and joy. We all know what a good Christmas carol can do. It fills the air with magic. It fills the air with this sense of sacredness. It fills the air with a sense of excitement. 
Every single Advent, we have a song. And it's the same song, it's one song every year. And it's in scripture. And it doesn't matter what year it is, this song is going to appear. And it appears today on the third Sunday of Advent. And this is a song that started all of the songs. It's a song that unifies the Advent people and the Christmas people. It's the song of an expectant parent. And it's in the Gospel of Luke. You can read along the screens as I read it from here. Luke 1 says, And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowly state of his servant. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. And holy is his name. Indeed, his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has come to the aid of his child Israel in remembrance of his mercy. According to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. This is called the Song of Mary. Officially, theologically, it's called the Magnificat, Mary's Magnificat. And it should sound a little familiar to you because hopefully you've heard it before, but if you haven't, it should still sound a little familiar to you because this is not an original text. In the Old Testament, there is a woman named Hannah and Hannah waited forever and ever and waited and waited for a baby and she gave birth to a boy and his name was Samuel. If you know your church history, if you know your Bible history, you know Samuel was kind of important. And when she gave birth to Samuel, Hannah burst into song. And it's called the Song of Hannah. And the Song of Hannah has a lot of the same words and themes and ideas as the Song of Mary. And what both of these songs do, they stop the action. Scripture is really, really good at keeping momentum. Scripture tells a story and just keeps going one after the other. And yes, there are things that can be a little boring in Scripture. I know that. And there are things that can be troublesome in Scripture. I know that. But for the most part, Scripture keeps us moving through the story moves through the events, moves through the history, gives us our teachings and our lessons, except for when there's a song. When there's a song in scripture, everything stops. You have Mary. She has just heard the news that she's going to have a baby and the news was delivered by an angel. And what does she do? She moves. She starts to travel and she goes to see a cousin named Elizabeth. 
And what does Elizabeth do? She gets so excited, the baby inside of her starts to move. And as soon as the news is heard, as soon as the news is confirmed, everything stops. And Mary sings. And all of a sudden, we can actually sit and listen. We can sit and we can receive the announcement. We can receive the blessing. We can receive an angel without just moving through it. And when we stop and when we listen, we can understand what's happening in it. And if we pay attention, all of a sudden we realize that in this song, there are words to the people of Israel saying, people of Israel, I am your God and you can rely on your God. In this song, there are moments of or words of humility and words of confidence. There's moments, memory of isolation and memory of community. There's both grace and mercy. There are also a nod to being the one to be a witness to something and being a nod, uh, a nod to being the one who's going through it, of experiencing it. There are hints of the Old Testament. There are hints of the New Testament. There are traces of what was and traces of what is about to come. In this song, there are notes of Advent and notes of Christmas. To put it another way, the song reminds us there is a time of preparation and a time of fulfillment. A few weeks ago, I read a story about this man. And this man actually was a prisoner of war. The very first day that he was picked up, put into prison, he went in a cell and he realized, I will never hear music again. He loved to play the piano. He loved the piano. And his first thought when he got by himself in his cell was, I will never play again. I will never hear it again. And so immediately, what did he do? He began to hum and keep the melody of the last song he played in his mind. And he enjoyed that song so much that he began to practice it in his mind. And he would put his fingers up on the wall in his cell and he would play that song. Five years later, when he was released, first thing he wanted to do, listen to music. So he found a place that was featuring one of his very favorite pianists. He bought a really great ticket, sat on the front row right in the middle. And he was loving this concert, loving this pianist. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of it, in the middle of a piece, the pianist stopped. He got up and he left, walked off. There was silence. No one knew what happened. No one knew what to do. And somehow this prisoner, this ex-prisoner, for some reason he got up, walked right over to the piano, played the exact note the professional had just played, and finished the entire piece perfectly by memory. 
at the end, everyone said, okay, how did you know to do that? Was this like part of the show? And he said, I've been in prison for five years. Every single day, I practiced one song and one song only, and that was it. He said, I had no idea that I was preparing five years for that one moment. And he said, you will never know the joy of that one moment. We are in a season of preparation and a season of fulfillment. And we live in that season all the time because those seasons cycle through us. A season of preparation and a season of fulfillment. They continually go through us depending upon the event and the situation and the relationship in front of us. And we cannot be afraid to move between the two. And so if you happen to be in a season of preparation, then you need to linger there. And you need to practice. Practice discipline. Practice restraint. And keep an eye out. If you are in a season of fulfillment, then you need to stop. And you need to receive that blessing. And you need to celebrate that moment so that you know that you've been touched by an angel. And do not be afraid. Because there's absolutely no way that the season will work out exactly how you drew it in your mind. It will be completely different. But do not be afraid. Because for one day that we do not know when it's coming, all of the Christians will gather, all of the people of Advent and all of the people of Christmas. And together we will sing the one song for that one moment. And the words of that song will start with, Behold, this is our song. Amen. Today, we have so much music in store for you, and it is brought to you by our children. We are very excited to have them. And so as they get started to move into their places, I'm going to give you just a few announcements. I want to remind you that we have a wish list going because this season, instead of us receiving gifts, we are collecting and gathering gifts for the baby in the community, for our children. So this is our wish list, what we've been collecting. You can bring any of it at any time, but every week we've been focusing on something different. And so we have some of our goodies here, our diapers and wipes and our socks and undies right here. And then we have some also in our Christmas tree. I'd also remind you, there are multiple ways that you can respond. And when you respond with your giving, when you give to Chapel Roswell, you're giving to the entire community of Roswell United Methodist. So you are supporting our children's choirs, you're supporting our youth, our Sunday school classes, our small groups, and all of our activities of care and pastoral care and Stephen ministry. So uh, we invite you to give. And as they Come and prepare. Let's take a little moment and have a prayer. Gracious and holy Lord, we ask that you help us walk away from any busyness of our time and days and help us to look for quiet. Help us to add an extra dose of patience to our lives 
patience for others, and also patience for ourselves. Help us to make realistic expectations and not live under such pressure of the preparation. But help us to receive whatever it is that lies before us. May we be ready and be with the many in our minds who are thinking of this moment. Those who are taking care of family members, those who are in hospitals, those recovering from surgeries, expected and unexpected. And be with the many faces that all of that represents. Lord, we ask that you be with us in our hearts now. Amen.